Hey guys, welcome back to And Then <laughs> with Nadim and Drew. And today, excuse me, did you just yeah. cut me off? No, I said, oh, thank you, sorry. Anyway, and today we are talking about one of Drew's favorite topics wrestling. Professional wrestling. Professional to wrestling. Be, to be precise. Yes. So, since I am only knowledgeable on it from a very specific point in time, I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions. Because there's probably a lot of people here who are listening, hopefully listening, that might not know it as well. Or there's some who might know it as a lot. Who knows? Anyway, so let's begin with uh, SmackDown. What do you think about that? SmackDown. The yes. Rock Show. Yes. The show that The Rock built. There you go. Right from his uh, his uh, his catchphrase. Uh, for those of you who don't know who The Rock is, he's Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne they're the, same the person. Rock they're Johnson. Not a, they're not separate entities. <laughs> not yet. They're, but uh, SmackDown, man. Like I, my, Some of my earliest memories of SmackDown. I remember the pilot episode of SmackDown. There's a pilot episode? Yeah. It was what? like one standalone episode um, it was right after Backlash, which ba- the which is a pay per view. Pay per view Backlash was uh, right after WrestleMania, and the main event of that WrestleMania was Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Um, the Rock was a bad guy at that time. Yes. Uh, after Backlash, he turned. He turned. He made a face turn, and so when they did the pilot episode of SmackDown, it was it was. I think it was like two days after his face turn, and by face turn I mean like he turned into a good guy. Yeah. Because um, uh, in wrestling, yes, there are heels, which are bad guys, and faces or baby faces, correct, which are good guys. Um. And the the, I think the main event of that show, I think it was Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock versus The Undertaker and Vince McMahon. Ooh, I, The Undertaker. I could be wrong. I love The Undertaker. I could man. be wrong, but I, I specifically remember uh, at the end of the match was Physic Man on his ass, I'm guessing. Now, is he's the boss, right? He's like the, he's the, the one owner. who owns. Yeah. He's the owner and the CEO of and the now, company. And that's now, that's, that's not a storyline. He is actually like the owner and CEO of WWE. Right. He inherited the, the company from his father, uh, Vincent... Uh, McMahon Jr. Uh, senior. Is that a is that like a family line of 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 uh, wrestlers, entertainment wrestlers? Uh, no. Uh, I don't think his father wrestled, and I mean Vince McMahon didn't wrestle until he was already. Like, old. I think I think Vince McMahon he always wanted to be that. I mean he was a he wasn't a like a professional bodybuilder, but he you know yeah he was he had a yeah yeah I've seen him he's um, you know he's a very I mean, healthy man. I mean yeah steroids like whatever well, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we're gonna talk about that too. I have questions right, about that. He was a horrible anyway. wrestler, yeah. horrible wrestler. But so he didn't wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he did wrestle. Well, I mean like he didn't yeah, wrestle like he was else. horrible. Like like the the thing that got him over, and when I say and there's a lot of terms I'm gonna be using here yeah. that are. Um, wrestling terms, um, but uh, when you say somebody got over, that means like somebody like uh, uh, like got over with the fans. So that means like he's when he, when they say he's over, it's like oh he's he's I want to say popular. I don't know what kind of word. Basically, that that's what, what what that's your goal as a wrestler. You need to go. You need to to be over with the fans. Um, but. Yeah, like I remember one of the the mo- one of my favorite things about SmackDown, man, was that it was on regular TV. 
Yeah, that's why that's why I brought it up first because that was I know I know Raw was on. Uh, it was on USA USF cable. Yeah, it was on USA. And ECW was the same thing. Now speaking of which, ECW Raw SmackDown. Which one of those came first, or is there anything before that? Well, ECW is a whole different, separate company. It is. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were the same company. So they were. I want to say they 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 were like like the big three in the late '90s was WCW was which was World Championship Wrestling. Yeah. And what they had like the NWO and they had Sting and, and stuff. It, like WCW that. is part of WWE or no? No. Okay. It was WCW and then WWF at that time. Which yeah. Was WWF. You know, they had your Shawn Michaels. Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> uh, you had your Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, and then you had ECW. You had, like, Rob Van Dam, Sabu, Tommy Dreamer, Sandman. Now, see, this is where I got confused because those guys were on WWF or WWE now. Now. Yeah. So, what happened was, so, in the late 90s, there was this thing called the Monday Night Wars. Okay. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's yeah. and it, 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 and um, eventually WWE won that. It was a ratings war. Right. Basically, and I mean, I was a true WWF fan, so I stayed on W. I mean, when WWF would go uh, on a commercial, maybe I'll switch over and 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 take a look. But I was mainly a WWF. Guy. The only re- the only way reason why I would go check out WCW was Goldberg. Uh, Goldberg. So Goldberg. So, you know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is, right? Correct, yes. So, I remember, I think I was a freshman in high school. Um, he was known as Goldberg, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why his name is fought. Oh, I, was a, I, was a, I was a freshman in high school, and I remember we, were, me and my cousin were with my grandparents, and we were making a, a road trip to uh, Florida to go to Disney World. It was like a graduation present for us for graduating like junior high and stuff. Yeah. Um, eighth grade. Um... And I remember uh, my grandparents were asleep and we, me and my cousin and David were watching TV. And I remember he turned on WCW Nitro. Um, and we were switching from Nitro, WCW Nitro to Monday Night Raw. And I specifically remember that night because it was the night um, be- before that night or uh, leading up to that night, WCW had been winning the, the ratings for two straight years. Yeah. Two straight fucking years. Um... So the main event that they kind of set up in the beginning of Raw, which was smart, was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon for the very first time. That's how I remember. I remember being so geeked because I'm like, Vince McMahon is going to run. Because before that, I've just known him as the owner, the CEO, and a, and a broadcaster. Yeah, he's the talk show. But right there. I remember um, what they did throughout the whole show was they first started out with the challenge. And then throughout the whole show... You would just see backstage segments with Vince McMahon getting ready. And I remember seeing him. He was wearing like a cutoff yeah. shirt. And I saw how big, like before then, you only saw Vince McMahon in suits. Always in a suit. In suits. So he, he had like, yep. did he always wear a gray suit or something? I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, like, he always wore like, like. I always saw him in the most boring suits. That's no, like, did, you have not seen him in the what? 80s then. Oh yeah, in no, the no, 80s no, and 90s. Because he was wearing like pink suits and really? striped suits and polka dot. Like a, oh, light, man, what happened, light blue suits. Because they had started to get tacky. The more money you make, the more like, you know, I'm going to start dressing like I make. I'm that's not going to wear this true. tacky shit. Um, but anyway, sorry. But I remember uh, while we were watching Nitro, there was a sign up. And it said Goldberg 316. And I remember looking at my cousin and I was like, who the fuck is Goldberg? Mm-hmm. And they're like, dude, he's like Stone Cold Steve Austin, bro, like on steroids. Just watch, watch. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, they're gonna... So uh, his match is coming up. And his entrance is, it comes to like, 
it's it's just like it sounds like Holocaust music, dude. It's just like <laughs> you know, like just a dr- like dong, dong, okay, dong. Yeah. And then in the background, it's like it sounds like a like a German epic, yeah, you know, yeah. like. Um, so he comes out and this That's dude, this dude is like bald head, goatee, just jacked. And I remember just being in, like he came out and what he does, his entrance starts off where he walks up to the ramp and there's, there, there's these, these, uh, like fireworks or pyro yeah. that shoots at him. At him? So it all shoots at him and basically you can't see him cause he's just covered in pyro and smoke. And then the pyro goes away, and then you see him inhale the smoke and exhale the smoke. Yeah. And then he just screams and just starts kicking the air and shit like that. And then uh, in WWE, there would be fireworks in the back while he was walking down the aisle. But WCW, you know, whatever. Um, he goes to the ring. And he li- the bell rings. Spear. Jackhammer. One, two, three. So a spear <laughs> is basically a tackle, and a jackhammer is... It's a suit. It's 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 like a version of the suplex. So he he takes him up in the suplex, like a vertical suplex, holds him up high, and then he turns into a power slam and hooks the leg at, at, right after he lands and bends him one two three, and and you gotta remember at this time, like I'm I'm like an eighth, I'm I'm a freshman in high school or I'm in between eighth grade and freshman in high school, I still halfway believe that wrestling is real, so I see this dude take out this guy in 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 literally seconds, in seconds with two moves yeah and i remember being no 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 he did three moves because i remember he did up so he bench presses a guy yeah bench presses a yeah. guy <laughs> he lifts him up over his head but then basically dropped like let's go drops dude on his shoulder and power slam yeah and then he did the spear and then the jackhammer and i remember like i will always remember that because that's the first impression that goldberg ever made on me um, where he he looked like Stone Cold Steve Austin on steroids, but he, he, he is Stone Cold Steve Austin, is he? No. Okay. So Goldberg, I believe, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody has admitted it, but I believe that Goldberg, they 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 made him, they they gave him that look because you know like ought to kind of be their ver like not their version of Austin because their characters were completely Austin had so much personality, Goldberg had none. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg's main tagline was "Who's next?" You know that, that was. So is that, is that why our WWF WWE? Which one should we call it? WWE. Since well, if you're talking about now. that time period, that time period was WWF. But the 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 point I was trying to make with with that was after that, WWF was winning the ratings every day. They never okay. looked back. To the point where WWE was struggling, and they eventually, um, Vince McMahon purchased them. That makes sense now. Okay. So he purchased them. He 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 got all like um, like if you watch uh, the WWE Network, which is basically a, a Disney Plus for wrestling. Yeah. Um, or, is it free? Or Disney Plus? No, it's nine ninety nine a month. Okay. But uh, it's every pretty much ninety five percent of. Like, I mean, whatever pay-per-view you want to see, it's there. ECW, C, and and uh, I believe that they they purchased ECW as well, or either they purchased ECW or they they they're 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 affiliated. With, I don't know, but they have the rights to their. Well, Paul Heyman works for them, and Paul Heyman is like, I believe Paul. I think yeah, Paul Heyman was he run he ran ECW, but now he's uh I believe he's in no an, no he's running Raw. Okay. 
He's running raw. He's basically the director. Um, but yeah, they basically before there was Disney Plus, there was WWE. Yeah. All right. Okay. So before they had Disney purchasing Star Wars, purchasing uh, uh, everything, Fox, basically. That was WWE. Like literally. And it, it, it from like there was a time when wrestling was just territory. So each territory, so each like city or 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 or, or, or town or whatever, like they had their own like wrestling uh, league federation yeah. or whatever. And then Vince McMahon just started, mm. you know, like, yep. he, he basically yep. conquered. Yeah, he conquered and he got. So he ended up buying WCW, got ECW. Now there was a long ass period of time when there was no competition. Um, and the reason why I believe, like, um, especially kind of, I mean, now I feel like it, it, it's, it's, it's starting to get a little bit better. Um, but they're, WWE wrestling has been complacent. Um, that's because you have no, com- you have no competition. Now I have a question as to why they became famous. Why who became famous? Uh, well, it became the winners of the Monday night, uh, uh, spotlight that they get. They had better content. Was it also because their characters just had more story to them because you were saying like Goldberg was just he's, right he's, I mean the personality that they they had, they had bigger personalities but here, here here's the issue here's the downfall of WCW WCW is just full of politics man like it was full of just there wasn't one guy kind of at one point they had wrestler they had Kevin Nash he was a wrestler yeah he was NWO yeah he was booking matches which means he comes up with the matches, he comes up with the finishes. Okay. Right? Yeah. How fucked up is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, of course he became champion. He's yeah, the he's... one. He's the one who stopped Goldberg. Goldberg's uh, losing uh, winning streak. I think it was like one seventy three and zero or some shit like that. He stopped it. Like it was. There was no structure. Like they they ended up hiring um, Vince Russo, which was a writer for WWE during the Attitude Era. Yeah. And this guy pretty much said like, oh, well, I'm the one who came up with everything and successful in, in WWE. So WCW got him thinking like, oh, he's going to bring some of that magic here. What they failed to realize, they let him go. And he was doing stupid stuff like like a piñata on a pole match. It was ridiculous. They yeah. like, like, like dumb shit like that. Um, but what WWF had that WCW didn't have was Fitzik Matt. So Vince McMahon always had the final say. So he would he had one he had one writer, he had Vince Russo, who would write out, who would come up with all these ideas. But that's Vince McMahon. It's a hard job. Huh? It's a hard job. Yeah. And Vince McMahon is the one to be like, yeah, that's too fucking crazy, but we could probably do that. You know, there was no no Vince McMahon to go through. Over there, it was chaos. Nobody knew. There was no one dude. There was in no charge. structure for them. There was, was no just, structure. Yeah. So, in, in that sense, like the storylines weren't really making. You know, they they would start a story and then they would end it, just out of nowhere. Like it, it was just it was just chaos. Yeah, over it was there. chaos. And in WWE, they had it was it was a strong structure because you only had one man. It was organized. That that was controlling everything. You had one man that before anything happens on TV, there was one man who gave the, gave the final approval. Right. That was vicious man. Now. I feel like Vince McMahon, it's because of that now that the content was struggling because in my mind and in the minds of a lot of wrestling fans out there, Vince McMahon is out of touch. Yeah. Like he doesn't get it. Like he, for example, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is 
great look, man. You look at this dude, he looks like a star. Yeah. Big Samoan, long hair, just tough, you know, got tat, you know, like... Vince McMahon was like, this is going to be my my guy. Mm-hmm. So you push him. And and it's at, a, it's at an age now where... The fact that wrestling scripted, it's it's predetermined. It's it's out there. It's not. I hate it when people come up to me and be like, "Man, why you you just fake?" You know, like, "Oh, okay," but you're gonna go watch the new Avengers movie, right? Yeah. And it's like you know that's that's fake, right? See, they, what they what they need to understand is it's it may be fake, but it's for entertainment. Here's the thing: it's not fake. That's that's the worst word. Well, no, no. So when I say fake, I mean as in like amateur wrestling, the actual wrestling where they're like. uh they're actually like, how do I explain? Professional that? wrestling is not fake. That's like saying, like, do you describe movies as fake? That's a good question. Right? Do you describe TV as fake? Do you describe plays as fake? News is fake. <laughs> right? Well, that, that's different. <laughs> that's just different. But that, that's why I hate when it's just like, it's fake. Okay. Number one, if people who say it's fake have no idea what they're talking about. Because have you ever seen people train for? There, I've yeah, it's seen. Very, it's very. You see three hundred pound dudes, muscle jacked up, crying and throwing up, and just not. You know, like they can't stand, they can't breathe. You know, like wrestling. It's. St- I've always said it, it, it's. I feel like it's easier to just punch somebody in the face, than to fake punch. Or I'm not gonna use the word fake, but to. Make pull, it look like you punch somebody to, uh, in the face. What's it called? Pull your punches, basically. Right. Like, that's harder to that me. That is very hard. You, like, to me, that 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 takes more skill. Yeah. You know? Anybody could go out there and punch somebody in the face. Because you got you to gotta make sure everything's timed right. right. You gotta and and there are wrestlers who actually hit. Who actually hit. Like, like I, uh, from, from what I've read, Brock Lesnar is one of those guys. Steve Austin was one of those guys, like... You wrestled, and I and I've I've listened to podcasts and stuff and interviews with with wrestlers who wrestled with him back in the day, and they would always say it's like Steve Austin. He was he was a stiff worker, and a stiff worker means like you know he's he's shooting on you, he's hitting you. Yeah. You know, like um, was it on purpose or was it because they just get too lost? No, it, it, it's just like, hey man, like we're we're competing here. This you, we got to make this look great, right, right? And you need to be tough to do this, you know. So it's it's. But at the same time, you're, they're not looking to, to hurt anybody. You know, that's not the goal there. To hurt. I mean, maybe you'll have one person that's a fucking, yeah. you know. Because at the end of the day, you want to keep the story going. You don't want right. like, to kick them out of the story immediately by breaking their back. Right. And, and I think um, what, I don't know. Well, maybe a part of me feels like they should, like, let them do steroids. Because, I mean, these guys are getting hurt every fucking See, jumping off that, uh, off this whole uh, steroids and everything, Chris Benoit. Oh, can we, can we? You don't okay. want to talk about that? No, we can talk about it. I just, <laughs> so, you just said his name. It was weird. Now, that's a, that's a very, like, if you don't know, Chris Benoit was, I'm not going to go into detail what happened, but. He's a professional, a former professional wrestler who, who committed the, one of the most heinous crimes you'll ever hear about. Yeah, he, uh, basically the only person left in his family, his direct bloodline is his son. That's it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got like a brother. Well, no, I mean like his direct oh. bloodline, like him, his wife, his kids. The only person left in that family is uh, is his son. I mean, we're all adults here. But he killed his family and then himself. Right, but you know, murder suicide. Anyway, 
what was I the, say ass on this show. What's the <laughs> what's the what was the reason behind that? What was the supposed reason? Because I remember you there we was talked no about this. The the supposed reason is there was no reason that he had his he had brain damage. He had like CTE. Yeah. And he just my thi- my my theory and I was uh talking to Jeffrey about this. I don't know if Jeffrey GPA in free, uh, freelance wrestling. Yes. Um but his theory is his wife was planning to leave him. Yeah. And so just everything added and up all together eventually. In, in in the in the heat of the moment they got in an argument and then he 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 strangled her to death. Um now looking back at it, what does it mean? Now let, let, let me t- let me tell you how, how I first heard about this. I'm at work, dude, mm-hmm. and I get a text from my cousin um Liz and she texts me like Hey, uh, so uh, Chris Benoit and his family found dead in their home. Crazy, right? And in my head, I'm like, people came in there and just, just murdered him and his entire family. Yeah. Which I believe everybody thought that because the next Monday, the next Monday that came up, I think it was probably the next day, they did an empty arena show uh, on for Raw him. for him. Yeah. They showed like it was a whole show dedicated to him, showing his highlights and his best moments in his career. Did they know what happened? No, okay. they didn't find out what happened until later on that night, and then they had to issue an apology for it because it, it didn't come out. Like it was under the only thing that was known was that Chris Benoit and his family were found dead in their house. Right, and then and then then stuff started to come out. Um, my thing is. I mean, if you if you look at the details of that, let, you know what I don't even want to talk. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That he, the things that he do, he did. It, it doesn't matter what he did. It's what it's for me. Like we were talking about this before. You were saying that it's the fact that you get these constant like, and as you said earlier, it's a very stressful job on your body. Like right. you're working you're, up to like 300, 300 days a year and traveling. And on top of that, you're being taught like you're literally being tossed around. Yeah. That that uh, ring that they're in may be soft to land on, but it's still I think, a solid I think, surface. I think soft is the wrong word. No, I mean like it's not soft at all. It's a lot softer than the ground. Like I, what I'm trying to say is, it's it's not it's not it's not that it's, it's soft. springy. It's it's the fact that it, it yeah. moves. So like if you if you look and they've torn the ring apart in the middle of the show before and you got to see it. So what what you see is it's like. Okay, so you got the top fabric, which is usually that 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 white or light blue part on yeah. top, and then underneath it, it's a little thin layer of padding. Right. It looks like it looked like uh, I don't even know what to, how, to, how to describe that, but like the spongy material, it's just you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. little padding. Right. And then underneath that, and it's a very like literally like it's not a thick, it's it's it's, like it's, an it's inch thin. thin. And then underneath that, it's wood. Mm-hmm. It's wood canvas. And then underneath that, there's springs. So the surface is hard, but there's give. Yeah, like um, the wood, everything all come out together. Yeah. Right, but yeah, that 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 shit uh, hurts. That, that, that shit hurts. Maybe I not. Mean, like like maybe not like. Uh, here's the thing: if you don't fall correctly, yes. Regardless of the spring, you're gonna hurt yourself. People and, have broken their necks. People have gotten concussions. People have just. You know, like bro, you know, like hurt themselves on there because it's not landing right. Yeah, and it may not hurt the first time you land on it, but when you're doing it over and over right. again, and when you're doing it from the top of a ladder or top of a cage, it doesn't matter. It hurts. Like, and then you wonder why they get addicted to painkillers. Yeah, and that's another thing. So these these they get caught. Like, well, back in the day, they used to get hit in the head a lot, right? Ha, dude, there was uh, 
chair shots from back in the day, man. Chairs, like, ladders, chairs, tables. Uh, TLC, man. Yeah, like, um, now you don't see that. I mean, I just think recently, like, uh, this past Monday, Randy Orton, but he, he did it in a way, like, he put... He he put a chair on the a folded chair on the floor, yeah. just folded, and he, he put Edge's head on it, and then he took another chair, and then he smashed it. <laughs> That's because they're from the older but, generation. But <laughs> they could, uh... but he didn't hit him in his head. Yeah. He hit the chair, okay. but at the angle that you see it, it looks like he hit his head, but right, you, right. you can't tell because you just hear that loud noise, and then and then you see Edge react. Um, but yeah, you you can't do that. Anymore. You know who the guy who took the best uh, headshots? Vince fucking McMahon. Really. He wouldn't even... Most guys would, like, Steve Austin would always put his hand up to kind of, like... you know, be, help Because it. think about it realistically. If it's someone's still... swinging a chair at your head, are you really just going <laughs> to... Yeah, just let You're going to put your hands up. Right. Just a natural reaction is you put your hands up. That's why when people say, like, oh, they should not put their hands up because it makes it look fake. It's like, no, that's a natural reaction. Vince McMahon's reaction is just to just, hey, leave my hands at my sides and just brace... And he used to take the work. How he doesn't have CTE right now, I don't understand. Because he used to take the most brutal chair shots. And I know Steve Austin was enjoying that shit. Because that's his legit boss. Yeah. And to have your legit boss who's crazy as shit, who's always just like, yeah, yeah, hit me in the head with a chair. Just full force. And when Vince McMahon would bleed, he would bleed, dude. And that's all real blood, right? Yeah, that's that's all like... I think they experimented a couple years ago with fake blood with Roman Reigns. And it didn't go over well. No. But no, there's, 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 um, now again, I'm, I'm speaking from, I'm, I'm not an insider. I'm not in, but I, I have studied, I'm not to call it the sport, but I have studied the, I, think it's a sport. I, I studied the business where I, I looked, I, I, you know, I, I, since I was a kid, I, I always studied it even behind it. Like what I like about it is the behind the scenes stuff, you know, how they, how they come out with this stuff and, um, how they put, um, these matches together, how they tell the story and how they get, you know, like. It's a play. Yeah. It's a live play. It's a live play slash stunt show. And I've always made the argument when people the worst thing you could say to me as 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 it pertains to wrestling is that it's fake. Because in my opinion, it is more real than your movies and your TV shows. Because in wrestling, there is no alright, cut. Stunt double, come yeah. in. There is none of that. They there are is, their stunt doubles. There is no cut we need to do that again yeah. there's none of that right, maybe right. the backstage stuff but while you're in the ring you're in front of thousands of people who are watching you fuck up you fuck up and and the thing about um wrestling is you know those rules like you, you keep going right and and that's for you know performers in general like my daughter she 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 performs in, in cheerleading competitions and if she falls or she messes up they don't just stop it you keep going with the routine you know, like I, I you know, um, and that's exactly how it is with 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 professional wrestling. If you fuck up, you're, you you pick yourself up and you move on to the next spot. And and I've always, I've I've always admired that. I've always, you know, like admired how they would go out there, and we 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 take it for granted what 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 they, you know, put themselves through. Right. You know, like a lot, a lot, a lot of wrestlers have died from drug overdoses you know like cocaine and painkillers is a big thing steroids you know like well i don't think anybody died from steroids but they died well, no, because definitely because you. of the effects that that eventually yeah. you know like i believe um ultimate warrior died um not because he was on steroids when he died but because of all the years of using it and his heart just gave out 
Yeah, it's and, very stressful. And that story alone, like, you do you know who the Ultimate Warrior is? No. Holy <laughs> shit! Get you the holy. Either I'm old or you're young, but maybe a little bit of all three. How do you know Hulk Hogan, but I know who Ultimate Warrior was? I don't. Ultimate Warrior was right there with him. I know Hulk Hogan for like two shows that I saw him in. Well, Ultimate Warrior and was in that movie uh, Ninjas. Ultimate Warrior is probably one of the biggest stars in the early nineties. High noon mountain. Late eighties. Ultimate Warrior. He beat Hulk Hogan in Toronto at WrestleMania in front of, in front of a record crowd. Um, I I loved him when I was a kid, man, because this guy was pretty sure he was on steroids. Pretty sure they were all on steroids. Um, uh, yeah. Um, but he was jacked. Like this dude with veins everywhere. I mean, he was a former bodybuilder. Um, but he had, you know, veins everywhere. He had like, you know, he would put these streamers on him and neon. They would be bright ass colors. He got the face paint and he's got this big hair and he would just, I believe that's where Goldberg came from. But Goldberg's a more, you know, chill version of that. But it was pretty much the same gimmick. He would literally, he would never walk to the ring. He would run to the ring. Yeah. His music, his music would be like. And he would run out to that shit And he would run down the aisle Run around the ring Hop onto the apron Shake the ropes Go in, flex, shake, shake That was his big thing, that was his signature Shaking the ropes, shaking the ropes But anyways, Big Star Had a falling out with Vince In the 90s Well, with everybody Everybody hated him. They even put out... WWF did the most bogus thing I've ever seen. I I spent money on this shit. Where they released a DVD called The Self-Destruction of Ultimate Warrior. And basically the whole freaking documentary was them just trashing this guy. They were just shitting all over him. talking, Just undermining everything that he's accomplished in his career. Just talking about like, oh, he was crazy. He was stupid. He didn't know how to wrestle. Ignoring the fact that this man made money. This man, like... You don't understand, like, th- th- this guy was a cartoon character, like, right. in real life to us kids. Like, back then, you know, th- wrestling was very kid-oriented, you know? So, with that being said, aside from The Rock, who's your favorite character? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. What about, like, all the other, like, who would you consider as, like, one of the some of the legendary characters of uh of uh legendary WWE. characters or legendary wrestlers wrestlers so I, I, yeah, okay yeah. so i was thinking about this yesterday honestly um so you may not know who this oh yeah you know this because you know who dx is Shawn michaels of course is probably break the heartbreaker like because okay so if you ask a casual fan like who's the greatest wrestler of all time they'll say maybe like hogan or rock or yeah those are the biggest for me it'd be like Undertaker yeah that's another yeah. again that, that's just like no 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 you don't know. not even close like Undertaker Hulk Hogan like okay Undertaker maybe but but then he he his promos weren't his promos were good but there, weren't great th- there was like two different versions of Undertaker too there right. was that whole like the bad boy on the motorcycle club and then... but to me like, I would love to sit here and be like, The Rock was the greatest wrestler. Like, no. The Rock... You put on a great performance. The Rock is the biggest wrestler, the biggest superstar... Physically, too, in right wrestling now. In wrestling history. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Big Show's bigger than that. Yeah, but Big Show's, you know... Um, 
but the big, yeah. he like <laughs> Sorry, like he was he was the biggest. Meaning like because he branched out, man. Yeah, yeah. And nobody believed in him. Right. Except for me. That that I take pride in that shit, dude. Because when he so, when he started acting and people were like, oh, this is stupid. Like he's a he's horrible. I'm like, this dude's gonna be big. He's gonna be like one of the he's gonna be like Arnold, dude. And now and then now you look at him now. He is, in my opinion, the greatest entertainer in the world. Cause I mean, he could do anything. Mm-hmm. The man, he has physicality. The man's funny. The man could sing. The man yeah. could dance. Yeah. Like, he has charisma. Like, it's the charisma, dude. So, how do you feel about, like, all these other wrestlers branching out to do acting? Like, for example, John Cena is very known right. for going out. Especially now. Like, he has a lot more movies now than he did before. When he right. was the Marine. Was that was that his right. first movie, or...? Yeah, the Marine was his first movie. Yeah. My thing about John Cena, though, is I don't like his delivery. No? What do you mean? It doesn't seem natural. Like, when um, he acts? Yeah, when he acts, it doesn't seem natural. It seems like he's memorizing lines and he's just reciting them. And... Which is weird because when he's in wrestling and he's cutting a promo, when when you when what I mean by cutting a promo is usually like they have the mic and they're just speaking their mind. That's a yeah, that's yeah. a promo. Uh, but he he would sound convincing, and I also think it's because when you're doing a promo in wrestling, you're able to scream and be loud and all. But when you're acting, you're just talking. And I think when he's just talking normal, he sounds so white red like vanilla like <laughs> so basic basically yeah just vanilla yeah. and it and it just so like you're acting yeah um which was different like i'm not gonna sit here at any time unless he, he starts you know well, we're on that topic no listen, listen but i would never sit here and say that the rock came in and he was like academy award-winning actor like he he, he was not bad like like granted his first movie you couldn't throw him in a drama and have him lead the drama and then do it like no he he had it where he was able to talk like there's a reason why he made it big it wasn't just specifically on what you see it's just how comfortable he is like talking and just being him like like, his natural charisma comes out in everything he does yeah like over the years you could definitely see him evolve as an actor right like but he was never like horrible yeah like but then again in the what do you mean uh, the Scorpion King, which wasn't him, but they use his face. But that has nothing to do with his acting. And that was horrible. <laughs> that that was has nothing disgusting. To, that has nothing to do with his acting. It wasn't even oh, him. Man, it totally was his face. No, it was his face, but he had nothing to do with it. Wait, why did they even involve him in that? Because he's The Rock. I don't know, man. That was that was disgusting. At that time, The Rock was starting to become a big fucking deal. That movie didn't wasn't good for its time. It didn't even age well. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. You're speaking to somebody who loved that movie. Well, that movie's good. I'm, I'm sorry, you're right. I meant the CGI in that movie. Yeah. Was not good. Right. Like, it wasn't It wasn't even good for its time. Right. That's how bad it was. Anyway, well, that, I mean, that, that's off topic. But that's that's The Mummy Returns. Yeah. But but anyways, my, my yeah. whole point is Shawn Michaels is the greatest superstar, the greatest professional ever. Number one, because in the ring, nobody could tell a story like Shawn Michaels does. Nobody could perform like Shawn Michaels does. Even when he was old, yeah. he was performing better than everybody else. There's a reason why they call him Mr. WrestleMania. Um, on the mic. On the mic, dude. Like, he could... Oh, especially in the Attitude Era days, dude. Attitude Era is what time? He is how I got my... 
dick and fart sense of humor thing when I was a kid. Like, from him, because locker room humor. Yeah. You know? Borderline, like, you know. Now, what era is Attitude? What, what time is that? The time frame? I want to say I want to say that's from 96 to 2003? Okay. No. Technically, the Attitude Era is 96 2001 and then what comes after that because Wrestlemania Wrestlemania 17 was because Wrestlemania 17 was the final pay-per-view before they finally then they started the whole because they just bought WCW yeah um, and then they just like inherited ECW so then they started and I think they went public once they went public that's when they changed their name to WWE WWE or no I, I no, they changed the name of WWE because of World Wildlife Fund. Yeah, because people got um, confused. The w, yeah, and then they did the WWE. And then once once they went public, um, that's when their Attitude Era was officially over because they couldn't they couldn't have that kind of content. Because now it wasn't just Vince that Vince had to answer to a board. Yeah. So he had to go in and they had to be like, all right, so you showed uh, titties in this episode. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. You know? So now he doesn't get... Because before, like DX, do you know the, the generation? The, yeah. The, 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 the degeneration. How, how, how generation, degeneration X came about. Like literally, you think, like Vince McMahon's like, yeah, do that. No. Vince is like, don't do that. He's like, trust me, trust me, we'll do it. And, and they were doing a lot of stuff, like just doing it. Yeah. And they would go in the back, and then Vince McMahon would yell at him, and then they would see the ratings, and then he'd be like, oh, good job, guys. You know, like... Yeah. Um, but that that's the thing, reason why wrestling, it, it's it's kind of watered down now, is because they don't have... They don't have the, the freedom to... Everything they do is, like, every word that they say... I mean, minus maybe, like, like a, a handful of wrestlers who, who've earned um, the right... But a lot of them... It's all screen. It's all... Like, yeah. It's literally word for word. They got to say everything word for word. Right. And it and when that happens, it just sounds contrived. It doesn't sound It sounds like natural. John Cena acting. Yeah. And John Cena is one of those guys who doesn't... They give him the bullet points. Right. Because it's... Because he's it's, been around. You yeah. Know, he, it's he John Cena face. and they trust him. They're like, you could handle this. Right. And I was just... Wa- Dude, I was just watching uh, a promo. I'm going to... I'll share it to you later. Uh, it's it's John Cena and Roman Reigns, and if you want to see somebody, so the the big knock on Roman Reigns in the beginning when they started really giving him that push to be the man, um, his promo was bad because when Roman Reigns first came in, he was part of the Shield and he was kind of the, just the quiet guy, yeah. But he was just a muscle, you know. So he didn't really have to. And and then and then they they kind of they wanted him to be this, this goody good guy, so they're like, all right, you need to. They wanted him to have these big speeches, and he was just really bad at it. So in this promo, John Cena, like he, I, I don't know if he went away doing a movie or what he was doing. He came back and he immediately challenges Roman Reigns, and then they have a segment, like a contract signing segment. And I watched it. I watched it once. Um, and I'm talking about last night. I watched. I watched the segment once, and then I watched two reaction videos to it. Um, and what happens in that? Is so Roman Reigns or John Cena comes out by himself, says what he has to say. Roman comes out. Yeah. He says what he has to say. Um, and they just they they start going back and forth. At one point, Roman Reigns forgets his line. Okay. 
That's uh. So yeah. he stops. He puts. You see him like he, he the mic. He takes the mic away from his face and he's kind of standing there. And without hesitation, John Cena's like, um, go 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 ahead, find it. Oh wait. Yeah. Go ahead. And and Roman Reigns, you see Roman Reigns getting a little frustrated, like, like he he tries to tell him to shut the hell up. But while he was telling him to shut the hell up, John Cena says, "Hey, it, it's called a promo, kid. If you want to be a big dog around here, you got to learn how to do it." Oh. And dude, <laughs> you see Roman Reigns' face, like he's just like like motherfucker. <laughs> and and that's and, good, dude. That's but good. then what that did was, and I think what John Cena was trying to do, because. Roman Reigns came out there and when he was talking he was like let me tell you something John you, you wanna, know like, yeah, like yeah, very yeah. soft once John Cena did that Roman Reigns went apeshit like he he started like putting emotion into what he was saying and he, he and he and, and he cut a really good promo passionate and he was throwing jabs at John Cena and it was funny because you think like okay he did that and John Cena's gonna you know uh, back off no John Cena's like I think the I'm paraphrasing but he said like uh like congratulations kid took you five years to come up with a with a halfway decent promo <laughs> yeah. now I'm about to shrink you down to size yeah and dude what again I can't wait for you dude he he basic what does he tell him he's like do you know why these fans hate you because when I look at you what does he say he says I see a cheap corporate he said something like a cheap yeah. ass corporate not a John Cena bootleg right right <laughs> and I was dying and, and what did he say the the last line before the mic drop was he's like I'm here because you can't do your job and drop the mic Damn. no 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 he dropped the mic on this because I mean, even that, that was good. what Roman, what Roman Reigns kept was was kept knocking on John Cena. Was like, you're just a part timer, dude. You just come in here whenever you feel like it. You're, you, you know, I'm here every week and yeah. doing this. And then John Cena, John Cena says, he's like, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. Because I can do this part time. Better than you could ever do this full time and drop the mic. What you should have said it was, I had to give you a career to destroy. Oh my god, like he literally burned the shit out of him, but that woke up. So that you see improvement with Mm -hmm. Roman Reigns. So that's that's what John Cena, this is what I like about it. So so sometimes they blur the lines of reality and and, and predetermined, like they, uh, or of reality and, and, and fantasy, because. Yeah, it was part of uh, like a, a quote-unquote scripted segment. But what John Cena did was he's like, nobody, everybody's scared of this guy because he's the he, he's he's the chosen one. Yeah. Nobody's nobody has the balls to push him to be better. Mm-hmm. He's like the reason why he's being complacent is because nobody is trying to push him up. Right, they're just letting him do what he wants. Right, to. so he's just doing at so, his own pace too. So what he did was lit a fire on this motherfucker to basically be like, I, I need, I'm trying to piss you off so you can have more emotion when you speak, and that's that's what he did. He pushed him, he, and 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 John Cena's philosophy is, he's like, listen, man, you're gonna go out there, and you can say whatever you want to me, right? Whatever you want, 
But just know I'm going to come back at you. And if you get me, you get me. But I'm going to get you back. Right. Um, and what impressed me, I mean, at the time... <clears throat> At the time, it didn't impress me. It's not like I was about to cry. cry. Yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the time, I was... So, at the time, I wasn't impressed. I was pissed. Because I was like, why you... So, The Rock leaves the WWF, WWE in 2000... Let me see. 2004. He leaves. And when I mean he leaves, he's gone for seven years. Oh, damn. And then I remember this dude. It was Valentine's Day, 2011. Yeah, I remember this because I worked. I worked almost a, uh, almost eight years ago. I worked. I eight worked. Uh, that was when I worked uh, overnight. Yeah. And I remember I came home, like sun was coming up, and I had a DVR. <laughs> and and the show was because it was WrestleMania was coming up in I, in I believe a week. Yeah. And they were like, "Well, tonight we're gonna we're gonna announce the host of of this year's host of WrestleMania." So I'm like, "All right." Hey, is it the Rock? Is it the Rock? Uh, no, the Rock has been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. And what they did is right before they did the segment, they had a limousine pull up in the back. And then they just show the feet. The door opens and it's a woman's feet. Yeah. You know, in high heels and shit. So I'm just like, okay, I don't know who this is. Yeah. So they go out and, and after the commercial break, he's like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, the host of WrestleMania. And then you just see parts of the arena, the lights go off. <laughs> I love it when they do that. And then it's it's pitch black. And then yeah. you see on the screen electricity. It's like, that's all you see. And I'm thinking like, Undertaker? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you just hear. And then it's just silent. And all you see on the screen is pitch black. And then. If you smell, oh, dude, <laughs> when that happened, that's amazing. The, and, and, and what I love to do, dude, is I, I sometimes I go on, on, on the network or I go on YouTube and I watch that, dude, because there's no louder reaction than that. And I remember watching it when it went crazy. I went crazy. That's giving me goosebumps. My, I haven't seen my it. daughter's mother is trying to sleep. My daughter is trying to sleep. My daughter's a freaking baby, okay? Yeah. I'm this is me. Yes! 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 Like, I waited first, though. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, wait, let me, let me, let me see him come out. Because yeah. they've done this before. We're like, welcome this guy. And they and then they play the music. It doesn't come out. They're like, ah, we got you. Right. So they play it out. And then you see him come out, man. And, oh, shit. So that's one of your, like, that's the best moment of I remember that because my, I had goosebumps. It was, set, and him getting on the mic and being like, finally, like, after seven long years. And he's like, The Rock has come back home. And then he goes and he, and he does his stuff. And then he starts talking about... Because... So The Rock was gone for seven years. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and, and I understand why. Because his... The way he looked at it was like, I want to make it without the help of WWF. Correct, right, right. I want to do this he on my own. He wants to prove himself that he right. is more than a shot. He changed, he, 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 he started using Dwayne Johnson because technically, since since Vince McMahon technically owned that name, every movie that The Rock did, Vince had to have a producer credit. So, to, and, 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 and therefore, he was always tied to WWF. Not every movie that The Rock did, not Dwayne Johnson, but The not Rock, Dwayne, right? The, everything, the, every movie The Rock did, you're always going to see Vince McMahon uh, with a uh, producer credit. Um, so he decided to be like, you know, I'm going to use my real name. I'm going to co- completely cut my ties. And he says this in this documentary. He's like, I wanted to go out, make it, 
And then when it's time, come back. Because right. when he comes back, he's bringing a whole, like, fan base with him, too. Right, right. Not, not just the wrestling fans that are already there, but... Previous the, fans, the fans of, of, of his movies, like who know oh, him. Oh, that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, like they they know. Like somebody who has never watched wrestling before in their life will probably watch that if they're a Rock fan because they're a fan of him and they're going to want to see him. And 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 the Rock in WWE is probably the best version of Dwayne Johnson you'll ever see. It's the most, it, it's everything. He shows all his talents. But he and while he was gone, John Cena did this radio interview and basically talking shit about the Rock. Right. Saying like. Don't come out here and talk about how you love this business and then you just disappear. You don't even come to make it for WrestleMania season. You don't do nothing. And what he said is like, The Rock should just come out, flip his little eyebrow, and then go back to doing his movies. Yeah. So, The Rock, when The Rock came out, when they announced the host, he basically was just like, so, there's a guy out there who I used to like um, and respect. But then he just started to, you know, he started to uh, talk trash. Yeah. You know? And then he's like, and, his, and this man's name is John Cena. And that's when he's like, he called him, because uh, he's like, <laughs> it's like, I see you come out here with your bright orange shirt, and the next week, the bright green shirt, and the bright orange shirt. It's like, coming out, looking like a big fat bowl of Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> It was funny because like a month later, John Cena is on the box of my Rudy. Was he really? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> they, god. They went into the, and John Cena thanked The Rock. So every time like The Rock, like The Rock said something about like I'm gonna slap the feminine feminine napkin out of you or something. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wrote that on Twitter, and then John Cena did like a little promo for feminine napkins. <laughs> He's like, thanks, thanks Rock, keep them coming, man. <laughs> uh, but the thing that um, John Cena showed me when The Rock came out because I thought when they started their feud I thought The Rock was gonna destroy this man yeah I was like there's no way this man could verbally keep up with The Rock but then I forgot that the era we were in it was the reality era and The Rock stuff it could I mean I enjoy it because of the nostalgia but it could come out as kind of dated kind of corny kind of cheesy but that was because of the times right right John Cena was able to speak. He spoke from the heart to the point where he came out there and his whole, and I think it is so funny, especially after seeing the Fast 9 trailer the other day, John Cena was out there talking about like, you just, you know, like you're, you're a part-timer, you're a movie star, you're out there doing that. I'm out here. He's like, I'm never leaving WWE. I'm going <laughs> to be here forever. You know? And then I look at him now, and I, but to his credit, John Cena has been like, hey, I apologize to The Rock. I was wrong. I see now, but I couldn't see then. Like right, what, right. Like, he, he's given, now he's giving Rock his props because he's like, For, um, I didn't realize that you going out there and making yourself bigger was good for us. Yeah. Because when you come back to us, it makes us bigger. Um, because, like, I mean, I, and I'm guilty of this, too, because I always feel like, like, why, why, why are you, why did you stop wrestling while you could, while you could still do it? I don't think about the causes, like, the reason behind it. Right, like, like, people you, didn't understand, like, why would The Rock want to go to, like... Because it seems selfish, you know? Like, at, yeah. at the time, because he's, like, leaving for himself, you know? He's yeah. going to become this big movie star. Because, but think about it. Like... 
Yeah, when you come would back, you, now you have, Would like, you want to do, like, 20 fucking years of right. wrestling, 30, 300 uh, days a year, hurting, as, yeah, in pain, about and it, all this stuff? Or do you want to make the same amount or more doing movies right. where you have your stunt double, you have your time, you 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 you, you know, they, they have their safety precautions that they do for every, you know, they don't just throw them on the set and be like, all right, do this. No, they make sure everything's safe and, you know, and, and then he's able to, you know, um, train and do all that stuff, you know, yeah. because that's got to be hard wrestling because you got to find time. Again, like I said, 300 days a year, you're out there on the road wrestling. And then in between travel time, whether you're in the rental car or you're in a, in a bus or you're in a plane uh, or you're getting to the show, getting ready for the show, all that stuff, you still got to find time to work out, you know, and, and you know, yeah. and, and, and take care of yourself, which is rough. But you're trying to do that while you're in excruciating pain. Yeah. While you're in just in chronic pain, everything hurts, you know. Um, but the John Cena treated... So The Rock, and I still don't understand why. The Rock's never explained why he did this. Because he's never done this before when he was wrestling before. But he had on his forearm notes for his promos. So, like, okay. The Rock? Yeah. He, okay. had, he had little tiny notes. He didn't have a whole promo, but he had bullet points on there. So he would he would just read it. I didn't notice it until John Cena came out. And then he's just like, uh, he said something. He's like, I don't need, I don't need this just like... I don't need to write uh, my promos on my on my wrist. He's like, yeah. nice, he's like, nice tattoo. And if you look at the rock, dude, the rock was like, what? what? Like you see the rock get legitimately heated. Like he was just like, mother. And rock was so pissed that once John Cena left and the rock was closing it out, the rock was stuttering. The rock was, it was horrible. Like I was watching, I was like, what did you do to my hero, John? Like you just <laughs> fucking took his balls. Oh man, that's good. Like, but then, what John Cena did was that he pushed The Rock. So The Rock, instead of doing his normal Rudy Pooh candy ass, you know, like the old school, that motherfucker, I remember what he said the next interview, he got into his face. He's like, if you strip all of it away, strip away WrestleMania, strip away Hollywood, strip away, at that time it was Fast Five, he's like, strip away Fast Five, yeah. strip away all of that. What you have, it's like this 6'5", 290 pounds, uh, of man that will rip your throat out and i'm like there you go rock <laughs> keep it with the times that's what you got to do you got to go deep de like he 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 pretty much and this is why i give john cena props man he knows how to push somebody to next, where, where he's like no i need you to go to this level and the john cena when when talking about that feud he was like hey man i was just trying to keep up with the rock that's all I was doing. The Rock didn't have to keep up with me. He was already here. Yeah. He's like, I had to keep going. So, and then me keeping up with him kind of had him raise his game up. And that's the type of like, um, that's what I love about professional wrestling. When they push each other, like when they when they have that camaraderie like that. When they have that, where they just, you know, you you blur the lines of of of, of, of real and fake because you see, like. The best storylines and the best characters are when they have a, a certain type of realness in it. There's a reason why Rocky's character, The Rock's character, didn't work before because it wasn't him. Mm -hmm. It wasn't his personality. The bad guy. Yeah, The Rock is him. that's him. That's that that's that's The Rock. Stone Cold Steve Austin. It didn't work when he was the ringmaster, but Stone Cold Steve Austin is this him. Triple H didn't work as Hunter Hearst Helmsley, 
the, the, the blue blood from Greenwich. Triple H. <laughs> but it's Triple H, the game. That was him. And it's just them the with the volume yeah. turned all the way up. Undertaker's an exception because it worked with the with, yeah, the, with the crazy gimmick. And then it worked when he was just himself. So Undertaker is one he of those. got lucky. Yeah, yeah. He, he's one of those rare dudes. Like, What about Kane unmasked and masked? Real quick. Kane unmasked and masked. I like Kane with the mask. He was scarier. Yeah, like yeah. the full mask, not the one where you because you didn't know what was the power. Yeah, behind. like because in as a kid, man, you're watching it, and because the story is like he was burned, like yeah. he died. He was he supposedly thought to be presumed dead in a in a fire because Undertaker accidentally burned down his yeah because they were fire, brothers or something his funeral home. Yeah, they were brothers, and so you think like oh, this must be all scarred and no it just turned out he was just ugly <laughs> like he, he took off he took off the mask but it's like oh he's just ugly one thing the camera doesn't give off is those guys are huge yeah. like they are like what six eight six ten uh i, I believe i believe kane's like six nine six ten he they are like ginormous undertaker undertaker's gotta be like six ten i saw a big show oh and oh, seven man. two about maybe 470. Yeah, these guys are tall and huge and just just monsters. But one thing I heard about Undertaker was that he is like, uh, what was it like? He's a he's soft at the heart. What is that? How do you say that? Like someone who's big but they're really like soft inside. You know, he's, he's got a big heart. I don't know. Or he's either a way, either way, Undertaker is like. Aside Sounds from, like a medical condition. <laughs> aside from like how he brings himself out, like outside the ring in his real life, as like as who he is as a person, he's a really nice guy. He's he's always signing autographs. He's always taking pictures, except the pictures are hard for him to take because he's always got to like bend halfway yeah. down just to get in the frame. But no, I mean you know it, it, wrestling is definitely one of those things that like impacted a lot of a lot of kids, a lot of adults. Right, like my my first memory of wrestling is my great grandmother watching it because she legit thought it was real. Yeah, I mean, she was yelling at this tag him, beat him, <laughs> don't you get that guy? Yeah, <laughs> like that's how. And I remember watching it and be like, oh shit, like yeah, yeah. I mean, but, it, it was definitely a staple in, in American culture for a long time. I mean, it will always have that stigma, like oh, wrestling's fake. And every time I hear that, I'm like, mm, shut the fuck up. But the, people who say that are probably ones who would definitely get entertained by it, right? They watch their, their movies with all the CGI and all that stuff. But that's not fake. But wrestling is Anyway. Fake. Hopefully, die in wrestling. one day we'll have a special guest star hopefully, on this show. Uh, hopefully, I, I, I would like to... Um, I, 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 I do have a, a... I don't even know what to call it. But... Oh. Um, uh, I was going to say relationship, but that sounds gay. We have our we're, own we're uh, our own local superstar here. Yes, uh, GPA. Uh, he he is a wrestler for uh, free freelance uh, wrestling here in Chicago. It's an independent one of the probably one of the biggest from what I've heard uh, independent wrestlers in the in in the it said in the country. I remember when I asked him, I was like, "Hey, you're you're really the biggest independent wrestler in the country?" He's like, "I guess." Yeah, yeah, he's uh <laughs> He's getting up there, you know. Yeah, he'll, he'll make it. He's been on some WWE shows, um, but I mean, we'll save that for another day. For, and if you've listened this far, please yes. check him out. Please go. He has a he has a Facebook, uh, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. GPA, GPA. grade yeah. point average. Just, if that helps GPA. you remember, or it, it's just wrestling. He's like Jeffrey Percival. Oh, okay. he's yeah. Some of like yeah. But yeah, definitely Sean check Gandalf him out. Feature. And uh, thank you for listening to this episode. And, uh... Till next time. Yeah, till next time. We'll see you then. And then? And then!